Hello and welcome to Your True Self, a podcast about real-life stories of transformation, navigating life and being able to show up in the world as your unapologetic self. Here, we'll talk about the ups, the downs, the ugly truths and the magical moments that we all experience but often feel we can't share. I'm your host, Certified Transformation Coach and Mentor, Jackie Rogash. I'm going to share with you how I was able to heal my trauma and move from barely surviving to thriving and ultimately embracing my imperfectly perfect self. Because I know the power of community, I'll also be bringing special guests along for the ride. Throughout these conversations, we'll speak about the different factors that support us during our own personal transformations, including healing, resilience, mindset, connection, and so, so much more. So strap yourself in because it's time to discover your true self. What up, peeps? Welcome to another episode of Your True Self. Now, today's episode is going to be a pretty bloody vulnerable episode. And if I'm honest, it's one that I actually toyed with the fact of whether I do it or not, because it's one of those, should I share this with people episodes? And I guess the reason that I am sharing it is because one of my promises to you is to be open with you, to share my real life experiences. And I know from my past experiences, a lot of what I've been through is what you resonate with me for, right? Um, And to be honest, I still have struggles. We all do. And I have made a promise to you to never be that pretend glossy Instagram shiny object, which is just not me. But I also made a promise that, you know, I would share share the things in life that I'm navigating. So here we are. And the truth of it is there's a couple of things that have been playing out for me over the last month or so. And it's been really fucking hard, right? The first thing is I had the launch of my incredible transformation immersion, which I absolutely love. I really do. But if I'm completely honest, this launch felt hard. It felt a lot more challenging than normal. And there were times when I questioned whether launching was the right thing to do. And because of this, it's one of those things where it's, you know, as a business owner, you toss and turn with being the CEO of your business and also being human and (laughs) realizing that sometimes we go through these cycles of life where things just feel hard. And I think it's just a season that I'm going through. You know, there is so much change happening in my life at the moment you know, moving, selling, being pregnant with the view to move and sell another house and buy another house all before December. It's a lot, right? You know, 2021 is going to be a big year and it is a season of change. And, you know, there's it's no wonder that it felt hard because there's so much going on. Like there's so many balls up in the air. And what I do know is that I have the most incredible soul-aligned humans in the program who are really ready to show up. And, you know, if I'm honest, and maybe this makes me a bad business owner, but I would much rather have fewer numbers 
and have people in there who are really ready to make change and show up for themselves than a shitload of people in there who don't really care, aren't invested and aren't going to show up, right? That's just me. Yes, I run a business and it's designed to make me money, but I'm here to serve and support and the people I have in there are just absolutely perfect, right? Now, I'm sharing this with you as a listener because moving through this took a lot of mindset work. You know, you know that I journal and meditate nearly every day, but it meant going deeper. It meant coming back to my limiting beliefs. It meant coming back to that inner critic. It meant doing a lot of journaling on self-trust, abundance, change, and really coming back to the reason that I started my business, and that is to serve and support people. And at the time of recording this, we've just had our welcome ceremony and it was amazing. The women are just incredible and it lights me up and it realized, it made me realise that sometimes life just fucks with us to see, to see how we're going to manage it, right? And that's seriously how I felt. But that was probably the biggest stress for me. Um, but there was also something else that I've been navigating and this is super personal, Basically, I've been struggling with the concept of being a stepmom. And while it's it's funny because I don't really see myself as a stepmom, but that's ultimately what I am, right? My partner has a five-year-old son. And before we lived together, there were obviously, you know, challenges and processes and getting to know each other's that needed to be navigated. And we did that fairly well. It was all pretty easy. However, since I moved in, there have been some really fucking big challenges, right? And I also want to point out that there are so many elements to this scenario, which I am fully aware of. You know, we've got a five-year-old who has had his dad to himself most of his life and now he has to share him with someone. That in itself a huge transition for anyone, no matter how old you are. I think any child who has, you know, has to come to terms with their mum or dad having a new partner, it's going to be a big transition, right? Then we've got the fact he's five, an age where children really start to form their own identity and from everything that I've heard, love testing boundaries, you know, they know what's right and wrong, but let's just see how far we can push you until, you know, until it's too far. What's too far? What can I get away with? That real cheekiness. And I've had so many conversations with incredible friends who have five-year-olds and they're like, yeah, it's challenging as, you know, as their birth parent, let alone a step-parent. So it's just something that obviously I'm new to and it's been challenging Then you have the fact that there are some things that my partner and I hadn't necessarily discussed. You know, I'm talking about rules, boundaries, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. And I think it was just one of those things that we overlooked. It was one of those things where we're like, well, we'll just figure it out along the way. And in turn, because I'm a human and my mind likes to fuck with me sometimes, it brings the question of, you know, what is parenting our child going to be like when we welcome them into the world? 
And that's a big question, right? That's a really, really big question. And when we're in a state of change and things feeling a little bit difficult anyway, a question that doesn't necessarily have to be that emotional can be really emotional. And again, I think this has potentially felt a little bit more challenging because there's been times where it's felt like we're not necessarily on the same page. You know, we are both very strong-minded people and we can sometimes, I say clash, but it's really like we have our opinions and that's sort of where we stand. And when it's just the two of us, we sit down, we talk about it and it's amazing. Like everything's super simple. There's sort of nothing where we're like, okay, so this has come up, like let's chat about it. But that's not our reality. It never will be because we've got another little human to think about and then another little human on the way. So it's never going to be just us. And that's something that I've had to adapt to as well because, again, this is all new to me. And if I'm completely honest, there's been times when I've felt like I can't do anything right. Nothing I'll say I do is right and I just feel like a bit of an outsider. And, again, because I'm human, it has made me question my beliefs. It's made me question my place in the relationship and it's made me question whether I should withdraw And honestly, there's been times that I've wanted to. I've thought about getting up and walking away because that would be easier. And that is exactly what the old Jackie would have done. She would have withdrawn, gone into her cave, told herself that it's too hard or she's not good enough or she's not capable of this or, you know, a million other different stories that used to run around in my head and just leave. Because the old Jackie believed it was easier to self-preserve, shut down and protect yourself than to actually open up and be vulnerable and try and work things out. That's right, isn't it? No, wrong. (laughs) And it's funny because when I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you, it was like, oh my God, this is, there's such a lesson in this because the reality is when we're facing hard times, our thought process can be pretty fucked up, right? Everyone's can be fucked up. It's one of those things where when things feel hard or challenging or, you know, a little bit out of our control, we naturally go to the negative. We naturally go to what's wrong with us. We naturally go to, shit, this is too hard. And life is hard. We have challenges. We have obstacles. We have things we need to work through. And that's just life, you know, and it's something that we need to embrace more rather than running whenever something goes wrong or something doesn't go the way that we think it should, then we can close down, we can shut down. And that's when you'll often see, you know, fights happen between friends or partners or a lack of communication or, you know, everyone kind of just retreats and puts themselves first and forgets about the other people involved. And I guess I definitely want to say that for all those step parents and blended families out there, please stand up and take a bow because you are fucking incredible. You are just amazing and, yeah, it's something that's really opened my eyes to a different 
perspective to a different way of being. So you might be sitting there like, why are you sharing this with me, Jackie? Like, what's the purpose of this? And as I said earlier, I guess the main reason is that I want to share my experiences with you, but also to let you know that when you're faced with difficult times or challenges, it is so normal for your mind to be a massive fuck. (laughs) Hence the term head fuck, right? And that's what it is. And I don't want you to think that there's anything wrong with you or that you should be a different way or that, you know, you're crazy or whatever it is that you're telling yourself because that's not the reality. You know, when you come back to when things feel good and easy and flowy in your life, you don't think that. So why do we naturally revert to that when things go hard? And Again, if I hadn't have done the work that I've done, if I hadn't have spent the last six years doing so much mindset work, I actually don't know where I would be. You know, and again, I'm sharing this from a place of this is my experience, but I'm certainly not in that space anymore. You know, it's been something where we have sat down and we've spoken about it and we, you know, came together as a team. So whether you're navigating a new relationship, a problem at work, struggles with confidently showing up and building your business, setting boundaries, trying to work out who you are and what you want from life or anything in between, please know that I see you. I see all of the ups and downs, the rabbit holes, the nights of restless sleep. It's normal. And you're probably going, cool, I get why she's sharing this, but how, what do I do about it? Thanks. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for normalising, you know, my, my little inner critic here. But what do I do about it? Everyone's different. You know, everyone's going to need something else. This is what I did. Other than my usual journey, journaling, I did a shitload more journaling, <laughs> talking a lot, but I went away. I went away by myself not to run away, just to create space. I went up to my parents' place because they're away and I knew because I know myself so well that I just needed a little bit of time out. I just needed a little bit of a reset. And this served multiple purposes. I was exhausted after the launch and all of my business buddies out there, you will know these feelings. So I wanted some time out. I wanted to sleep. And I did a lot of that. I wanted to watch Netflix. I think I watched Sex Life, the series, in like three days. Um, If you haven't watched it, watch it. Then, you know, I'm in the process of creating something incredible and it's new and I needed to be creative. And strangely, I really struggle to be creative at home. I need to be in a different space. And I always find that inspiration just flows so much more easily when I'm away. And boy, that's exactly what happened. And there's more on that coming soon. So if you ever feel like you're in a like creative rut, go away somewhere, whether it's for a night or whether it's for a day or just, you know, get outside, but do something different. Because I know that if I'm sitting at my desk trying to create something, I can just feel like I'm banging my head against a brick wall, right? So I was exhausted. I was in the process of creating. I also wanted to give 
my partner and I some time to think about what we'd been experiencing and how we can work together better. And yes, because I'm a bit of a nerd, I gave us both homework while I was away, but it was received really well. It wasn't like, you have to do this. It was like, this is what I think. This is what I'm going to do. How do you feel about this? Right? So that communication was so key because without it, I honestly don't know what would have happened. And then there's that just needing to reset. I needed to come back to me, to rest, to recharge, to realign with my values and also to give myself some time to sit with all of the changes that have been happening because I don't think I've done that. This year's been very go, go, go and it was good to just chill out and reset and I came back with a completely different perspective, right? My partner and I sat down when I got back and chatted about our homework and I explained how I was feeling. He explained how he was feeling and it was just amazing. You know, we really came together in a way that we probably haven't done before because we haven't needed to. And the other benefit of me going away for a couple of nights was we both missed the shit out of each other. So we came back and there was lots of hugs and kisses and everything else that follows after that. But it was really powerful because so often we get stuck in that mundane day-to-day. So maybe there's a little mini solo getaway by myself once a month or every six to eight weeks in the lead up to this bubba being born Um, because obviously the idea of alone time will disappear for, well, what, let's say a solid three years. (laughs) But I'm just, again, sharing this with you because if you are in something that feels a bit icky at the moment, think about what you need in order to move through it as easily as you can. If it's a night away, do that. If it's more journaling, do that. If it's having those conversations that you desperately want to have but you've been avoiding, put on your big girl pants or your big boy pants and do it, right? Just have the conversation, not with the intention of laying blame or yelling or starting a fight or anything like that, just for the intention of trying to figure it out, okay? And again, that goes with work as well. Sometimes when we work for someone else, it's so scary to voice our opinions. But ultimately, people can't change what they don't know. You know, people can't fix things if they don't know there's a problem. And that's why communication and vulnerability is so, so important. Anyway, my loves, I hope this has been helpful in some way even if it is just to normalise any of the feelings and emotions you might have been having. But I also guess if I have to leave you with one key takeaway, and I did just touch on this, but the biggest thing is communication. Nothing works, no problems get solved, and everything feels so much harder when we don't communicate. So start opening up, even if it's through journaling, Allow yourself to communicate a little bit more because by getting putting pen to paper and getting whatever you're thinking out of your head, it clears room and makes space for clarity. And likewise in a relationship, you can go on for days or weeks or months with this underlying tension or frustration with your partner and they've got no idea what's going on. You know, 
they, they're like, what is going on? Like, why is she withdrawn? Why is she being a moody bitch? Why is she grumpy? Why is she sad? Like, whatever the emotion is that you're, you're displaying, if you don't tell them what's going on, they've got no idea, right? So start leaning into communication. And I know that it's petrifying. I know that it can be really scary because our past has indicated that sometimes it's not safe to express ourselves freely. So start doing it in a way where you know that you're safe. That's why I recommend journaling. Or start with that one friend or your partner or your parent or whoever it is that you know that you can trust and you know are not going to judge you. You know, don't stop feeling like you need to do it all alone, okay? Okay, I'm going to zip my lips now. That's an insight into the last month or so of my life. I, as I said, I hope in some way this has helped, but I cannot wait to share another episode with you next week. And I have some absolutely incredible guest speakers lined up for you over the coming months. Thanks for listening to this episode of Your True Self. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Jackie.Rogash or through my Facebook group, Inner Transformations with Jackie Rogash. If you love this episode and don't want to miss another one, I'd be so grateful if you could hit subscribe and also leave a five-star review so more people have the opportunity to hear this podcast because you just never know who needs to hear what we'll be sharing. Take care and stay true to you.